Welcome to the Point of Impact Podcast with Rick McDaniel. Thanks for joining us today. Get ready to be inspired and motivated to live a high-impact life. Now here's Rick. Hi, I'm Rick McDaniel. Before we jump in today, I'd like to talk with you about the podcast. We've had several episodes now, and in order for anything to grow and have an impact, it, we need help. I've started a lot of things in my life, and I, I know that you got to have people's help and assistance if you're going to make it happen. And so I'd like to ask for your help. If you've been listening to these podcasts, I'd ask you to become a subscriber to subscribe to the podcast so that uh, we can build a base of, of subscribers. I'd ask you to share on social media and with your friends. Hey, I'm listening to the Point of Impact podcast and Daniel's been talking about success. It's really interesting stuff. It's really helped me, can help you. And reviews are great, like, you know, on iTunes where there's an opportunity to write reviews. If you would write a review, you know, I'd really appreciate that. In fact, here's what I like to do. The first 10 people who write a review of the Point of Impact podcast, I'm going to send you a free copy of my latest book, Turn Your Setbacks into Comebacks. So all you have to do is just write a review and then take a picture of it and email it to info at rcc-impact.com. That's info at rcc-impact.com. And just say, just enclose the, you know, attach the pic that shows the review and just enclose your address of mailing address where you want the book sent. And I'll send you a free copy, postage paid, the whole nine yards, my $15 best-selling Turn Your Setbacks in the Comebacks book. So if you'll write a review, I will do that. Hopefully you'll subscribe and you will share and we will just keep motoring along here in terms of expanding the influence of this podcast. It's been interesting to watch. I thought my Tom Brady podcast would be number one, but actually episode number four, and I believe that's episode number three, episode number four so far, has been number one, and people are joining us from outside the United States, which is great, and I'm excited about that. So if you're joining us from outside the United States, it's uh, great to have you as well. So today, we're going to, again, uh, keep within this uh, concept and the field and the theme of success, but instead of another of my five P's of success, I want to take time this episode to talk about excellence and how excellence positively is crucial to anyone's success And I want to do that by telling you about an experience that I had recently. So I went to Spain, and I went there particularly to Barcelona to see the famous cathedral, basilica, church called La Sagrada Familia. And um, while I was researching stuff to do, In Barcelona, besides go and and make that visit, I happened upon, and I mean really, it was just happened upon, it's a crazy story, happened upon the fact that about an hour north of Barcelona is a town called Girona, and Girona is kind of gotten famous recently because in season six of Game of Thrones, they filmed there, so that sort of 
put it on the map, but what really puts it on the map is that it is the place where the number one restaurant in the whole world is located. El Soler de Conroca. El Soler de Conroca is the number one rated restaurant in the world, and it, and it is in this small little city, you know, just north of Barcelona, just before you get into the mountains. And it's not, you know, a big place or necessarily a well-known place, but it is a place that has the number one restaurant in the world. So when I found that out, I said, man, I've got to go to this restaurant. And I have to tell you, I'm not a foodie. My wife, not a foodie. We're, we're, not, we're not big foodie people. My wife is from a family of nine, and she's not altogether comfortable spending a whole lot of money to go out to dinner. So she was hesitant about, you know, what is it going to cost if you're going to go to the number one restaurant in the world. So we had those sort of apprehensions going in and then found out that there's a year, a one-year wait for reservations. You, you literally have to put a year in advance. And I was like, no, nah, there's no way that can be true. That's just... You know, that's just hype. That's just urban legend. That can't possibly be correct. So I put my name in three months early and I never heard anything. Not one thing except, hey, we got your reservation request at the beginning. And so uh, as it was getting close to the trip and needed help with a few other things, because I was going to another country, I contacted American Express and their concierge service. And I just said, hey, any chance you could help me with this restaurant and getting reservations? And they said, all right, well, we'll look into it. And literally, while I was in uh, France, actually, sitting in a cab, no less, my phone rang. And I was like, I don't recognize this number. I didn't answer it. It rang like three times in a row. And finally, I'm like, all right, who is this who's calling me? And I answer the phone, and, and it's the, the concierge. And he's like, hey, uh, I got reservations for you. I'm like, really? He goes, yep. You just got to tell me you want to do it and we'll nail it down. So that's what that's how I got the reservations. And so we went to Spain and uh, we made our way up to Arona and looked around. And it's a, it's a kind of a cool little city. It reminds me of Siena in Italy. If you've ever been there, it's kind of a medieval type city, and but not big. And uh, really, 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 really neat place if you ever want to visit. I think these little medieval places, Bruges in Belgium is another place that's like that. I've been there. That's that, that's really cool, too. These these smaller cities that are, are medieval in nature and really, you know, there's a lot of stuff that still exists from way back in those days. So we make our way uh, to this restaurant, and, and um, I just want to talk to you about my experience and, and extract some some insights about how to be excellent because this place was all about excellence, all about excellence. Now, let me just say that the real reason I wanted to go there again was not for the food, but it's because I've spent my life researching and observing high performers and high performance. I studied it in teams and in companies. I've written about it. I, I wrote. I've written several articles on Tiger Woods for for Fox News and Huffington Post. And as you know, a few episodes ago, I did an entire podcast on Tom Brady and his greatness. So I'm all about studying high performers and seeing 
seeing what we can learn from them. So for me, it, it was more about observing the number one rated restaurant in the world more than it was about uh, eating the food. And, and by the way, I'm happy to say that it, it was not crazy expensive. It was the most money I've ever spent on a meal, yes, but not like some crazy thousand dollar plus type meal. It wasn't anything like that. So, you know, you can add that to the list of what's great about it because it, it's just not so crazy expensive that it's reserved just for super wealthy, rich people. You can you can go there and you're going to spend more than you would normally spend going out to eat, but it's not going to be over the top by any means. So I wanted to go there, you know, because if this is not only, you know, like number one in Spain or Europe, but number one in the entire world, you know, there's got to be a reason for that. What What is it? You know, what is it that really sets this place apart? I wanted to find out what it was, and I did find out exactly what it was. And it's 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 one thing. It's the excellence standard. It's the it's excellence. And that restaurant is off the charts. And I don't just mean in certain areas. I mean really in all areas. And I would say it's not just a commitment to excellence. It's, it's a practice of excellence. If, if you're Raiders fans, it's going to hurt to hear Oakland Raiders football fans. But, I mean, the Raiders' motto for years has been commitment to excellence. And there was a time when they were going to Super Bowls and that was true. But there was also a time not all that long ago that over a 10-year period, they had the worst, the worst, yes, the worst, Browns, Lions, no, worst, the worst record in all of football. They were absolutely dead last. Dead last, wow, their motto was commitment to excellence. I mean, come on, so much for excellence. If you're going to say you're about excellence, you got to deliver. These people at El Salvador de Conoroca, these people deliver they deliver on excellence. Now, I'm all about excellence. My personal motto is excellence honors God and inspires people. I think people get inspired when they see excellence. It motivates them. And I certainly believe it honors God when we take the gifts and talents that God has given us and we use them to, to our fullest potential, as I talked about before, and potential, and particularly as we just practice what it means to just be the best that we can possibly be. So here's some excellence principles that I, I believe that I have practiced and I have taught for years that I saw clearly in my experience there uh, at this restaurant. The first is, if you're going to have excellence, you have to set high standards. High standards indicate that you value excellence. Unless excellence means something to you, there'll never be excellence in your life or work. You don't, you don't set standards that are high. You can't have excellence in your life. I mean, it's, it's just that simple. Anyone can accept average in a world of mediocrity. Only the excellence set a standard for something more, for something higher. And that's what it takes to be excellent. And that's what I saw. When we first arrived, first thing the staff did was give us a tour of the kitchen. Now, I have never worked in a restaurant. And a lot of people have. I've never worked in a restaurant. I don't have any background in, you know, working in a kitchen. All I know is, you know, I've seen television shows and movies with 
kitchens. So that's my extent of it. But here's what I know. Nothing I saw on TV or in any movie ever looked like this place. I mean, this kitchen was immaculate. There was no mess. There was no chaos. There was no yelling and screaming. It was just really like orderly and clean and people were doing their job. They were doing their work. So it was just impressive to see that. And of course, if that's how your kitchen is, then you do want to take people on tours on it because even if they're not big in the food, like I, my wife and I are not, they're still, they're still going to be impressed by what they see. And really the entire place, you know, just like the first impression. And by the way, here's another Rick McDaniel motto or Rick McDanielism. Here it is. You never have a second chance to make a first impression. Don't ever forget that. First time people meet you, you never have a second chance. Never have a second chance to make a first impression. First impressions are a big deal. I learned that the hard way when I was a freshman and went to college. That's a story for another day, but I didn't make the best impression on certain people. and that, that didn't work well for me. In fact, I wrote my freshman composition, English composition course paper, which was about, you know, what, what have you learned so far in, in college? And that was in the second semester of my freshman year. And that's what I wrote. I wrote about, you know, a second chance to make a first impression. I'll never forget that. So here's my first impression. Place is beautiful. Beautiful, elegant, serene. I mean, just the, the colors, the ambient light. I mean, there's the, the furniture. There's, there are even like some trees, some live trees, and like this sort of modernistic garden setting. I mean, the entire atmosphere just says first rate. Even the bathrooms, you go looking for the bathroom. The guy goes, you know, it's down there, and you walk down. There's just like a hallway, and there's just all glass. And it turns out, you know, with a little help from somebody, that one of those uh, glass panels is actually a door, and, you know, you sort of push on it, it pops open, and that, that, that's what leads you into the bathroom. So even the bathrooms are hidden behind, you know, this wall of glass. I mean, the, the place is just first rate. I mean, the impression you get is, you know, just everything is going to be done excellently. So then we got seated and they handed us on a menu. And of course, for my wife, especially first thing she's wanting to know is how, you know, like, how much is this going to end up costing? And you open up the menu and it's a prefix menu and there's just two options. That's it. And the, and the, and the lady explains, you know, to us that there's this sort of classic, classic uh, option number one. And then the second one's like something that, that's more seasonal and, you know, you get to choose. And then at the bottom, there's the set price. And again, she was relieved when she saw that number. It wasn't that huge. Also, we don't drink any alcohol, so there's no additional. And, and that includes taxes, by the way. That number includes taxes. So pretty, pretty accurate number you're looking at there. You're not going to add alcohol. You're not going to add any taxes. And so there it is. But, you know, here's the thing that I would say about excellence as it relates to only two options. Too many miss excellence, and here's the reason why. Try to do too much. You're trying to do too much. You can do anything, but you can't do everything. So you got to understand that. Choose what you will be best at, and then set your excellent standard. Don't try to do too many things, because no one is that talented.
So hone in on what you want to do and then do it absolutely to the best of your ability. And that's what it means to be excellent. Set high standards. Here's another principle. Work with enthusiasm. I like the word enthusiasm because the, the word literally N means in, theos means God. So people who are enthusiastic are in God and I'm all about that. Enthusiasm always makes a big difference. Always. People who practice enthusiasm are people who are excellent. And people who practice excellence are enthusiastic about what they do. That's just the truth. You see it time and time again. Whether the job is big or small, enthusiasm will cause you to give your best effort always. Always. When you're enthusiastic, you're going to give your best effort. When you give your best effort, it's going to be excellent. And therein lies the principle and the connection between excellence and enthusiasm. Whatever you put your whole heart into, that's what you're going to be excellent at. Nothing can stop your enthusiasm from being revealed when people see that you really have your whole heart into it. So that's what you need to do. Be enthusiastic. People who are enthusiastic and work with enthusiasm are people who practice excellence. So from the moment we were greeted, you could sense the enthusiasm in the place. The people are excited to work there. Our first server was you know, so happy to see us and excited to share with us. You know, just, just excited about, oh, you're here. You know, where did you come from? And just smiling and just like, you know, not, not braggadocious, not like you come to the number one restaurant in the world, but they know, they know they're good and they're proud of it and they're excited about it. She elevated our expectations even more by her enthusiasm. And I liked it when she gave us the menu because instead of sort of defending the fact that um, you just only have two choices, I mean, you know, Americans, man, we're all about choice. You know, we want to have 15 different refrigerators to choose from. You know, we, we don't want to just have two choices. But instead of saying, you know, I'm sorry, but there's just two choices, she's like, hey, you know, Here's the two ways to go. This is our classic option. This is our seasonal one. They're both fantastic. They're both great. Either one you're going to love and just presented it like, aren't you fortunate that we've laid it all out for you and made it easy and there's a set price and you don't have to figure anything else out and there you go. And then, interestingly enough, we didn't have like one server like most times you go to a restaurant, you know, that's all you have. And then she sort of segued out and then another person came in. And all told, there were four different people who served us during the evening. And every one of them had the same level of enthusiasm. And their passion for food was obvious. Their work was not drudgery, but joy. And they worked, man. I mean, those people were hustling. Because this is, you know, multiple, multiple courses uh, of meals. So it isn't like, you know, just like, you know, here's your appetizer, you know, then here's your main meal, here's your dessert. I mean, it's not like with these big gaps in between. There, there are a lot of small plates, a lot of small portions, but I mean, there are like 15 of them. So they're constantly, they're constantly working, constantly bringing you something. And, and just to show you, you know, the sort of enthusiasm. So 
you know, I tell them, you know, don't drink alcohol, not, not a wine drinker. And, you know, of course they've got a lot of wines tied to this. And so, you know, what am I going to drink? You know, just water. And, uh, and so one of the services, well, why don't we, why don't we bring you uh, some juices? They're, they're, they'll, they'll sort of mimic, imitate the, the kind of interaction that the wine would have, but they're just fruit juices. And in fact, it was just really almost hilarious because they brought these, our little juice, you know, just like glass <laughs> juices, just like, you know, glass bottles that you, you know, that you would see some juice come in. But, you know, they sort of held it up and explained how they were going to start with this one because it was a little more bitter. And then they're going to go, this one was a little more sweet. And they poured into the wine glass, you know, like it's wine. I mean, it, it, it kind of made me laugh. But at the same time, I mean, look at these people are, you know, they're moving from, expensive wine to some inexpensive juice and they're still and they're still you know just presenting it like hey it's fortunate for you look at this delicious juice that we are serving you and that will make your meal even better i mean that that kind of enthusiasm is just it's impressive it's impressive and so and they know you know there's less money obviously a lot less with not buying alcohol but you know i, I don't i don't know if you've ever had this experience but i've gone to restaurants you know they find out you're not going to drink it's almost like they, they there's a downer you know like, oh we're going to make less money on this guy this isn't going to be as great of a tip instead of just hey whatever however the person comes I me mean, you know there's all kinds of reasons people choose not to not to drink um and but certainly people that have challenges with alcoholism i mean this is an important thing they're doing it ought to be supported certainly not in any way shown disdain so just incredible enthusiasm all the way around and if you're going to be excellent and that always is going to lead you to success because there's a reason they're number one you want to be number one you want to be the best you got to work with enthusiasm and here's what else. Pay attention to detail. There is a difference between good and great, and it's always in the little things. It's always in the little things. It's the details that make the difference. Now, maybe some of you are like, oh, you know, Rick, I'm not a detail-oriented person, so, you know, this doesn't apply to me. Here's what I want to say to you. No, no that's not true. It's making sure that proper attention is paid to the small stuff. And anyone can do that. I'm not talking about your career being based on the fact that you're more detail-oriented, so you gravitate towards certain fields where detail orientation is important. That's all I'm talking about. I'm talking about just having an eye for the details. Some of the great, some of the greats, some of the most successful entrepreneurs and businessmen that have ever lived, that are huge visionaries, still have an eye for detail. In fact, in fact, I really can't think of one that I've ever studied that doesn't. They have an eye for detail. Bill Gates, Elon Musk, these guys can spot it, even though they're giant visionaries. So you got to be prepared. You know, you, you have to know your stuff. And when you do, that's because you're paying attention to the details. And the details matter. And the details make huge differences. And when you look at sports teams, and, and I could talk a long time about this, you see, like with the Patriots, you'll see the attention to detail. You'll see the little things. You'll see the little things that can make a huge difference. And you'll see the same thing in NASCAR. It can be a half a pound of air. 
that can change the race car and make it into a winning race car. I mean, just slight, slight details, just tweaking it here and tweaking it there. And that's what happens. At some point, you're, you get into the tweaking and the tweaking is, is the details. It's the small stuff. And that's what moves you from good to great. That, that, that's what moves you from, you know, being uh, in, in the, the, the upper tier to being the best, to being the winner, to being number one. One of the most remarkable parts of this dinner was their attention to detail. Every single, like I said, like maybe 15 courses, every single one was served on a different plate. I've never seen anything like this in my life. I don't mean like, you know, of course they're on different plates because it's, you know, it's a, a, another portion. No, I mean no plate was the same. And some of them looked almost nothing like a plate at all. One was served, no joke. I mean, it was like a piece of pottery or something. It had like a little lake, like a little pond, like a little bit of water on purpose. And they were explaining how, you know, this indicates that, you know, the ties into water and they wanted the water to be there even next to the food. I mean, just all the different shapes and sizes of these plates, all different. I mean, just they did not look the same at all. And, and each of the dishes, you know, there was like a purpose behind it. Here's what we're serving and this is why it's in this dish. It communicates this, matching the plate to the meaning. Just really, really, really impressive stuff. I've just Again, it, this is what makes you number one. Because how many restaurants have you ever been to in your life, you know, where they're literally giving you a completely different looking plate to serve each part of the meal? Super impressive. But I would say the most impressive in terms of the attention to detail and in terms of the, you never have a second chance to make a first impression was the, really the, the way the meal began. They come out with these globes and, and out of these globes are like these, these metal levers sticking out. And, and at the end of them, it's like this tiny little bit of food. And basically, this is how the meal begins. And it's a sample from different, and in each of the levers, by the way, is attached to a country, like where that country would be, you know, on the, on the globe. And so what you're looking at is, you know, this one comes from this country, this one comes from this country. And then the final two are not from the country. You have to guess which one, it's just two. So it's 50-50. Which one comes from this country and which one comes from this country? And so you eat them and then you move the lever to what you think it is. And so that's what my wife and I did. My wife made her decision. She moved it. Nothing happened. I chose the opposite of her a different way. I moved it in place and immediately the top half of the globe opens up just like opens up and then it reveals that there's one more goodie waiting for you sitting, you know, in this, like, looks like this little volcanic thing or something. I mean, just, wow. I mean, again, it's just so impressive. 
so impressive the level of detail and the level of thought that goes into something like this and this is how you start your meal so you're already impressed with what you see and then you sit down and you're impressed by how you're treated but the very first time you get to actually eat something you're eating food and you're still not just eating food you have this whole other experience and that is just that's what makes this place number one friends and i'm telling you if you want to be number one that's the kind of stuff that kind of detail is 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 going to make the difference for sure and then do more than expected this is an excellence principle absolutely you'll never be excellent excellent just doing what's expected anybody can do that it's exceeding expectations that leads to excellence i'll never forget my wife and i went on a cruise one time and the motto of the cruise line was like exceeding your expectations is is really funny my wife looks at me she reads and she goes oh boy these people don't know who they just brought on their ship because I am known for my high, expect- my high expectations. And they're like, oh, you're going to see it? my expectations? All right, let's see. But listen, that's what excellence is all about. In fact, doing more than expected is, is really the, the, the foundation for that comes from the teachings of Jesus. Jesus said this in the Sermon on the Mount in, uh, in the Gospel of Matthew 5. He said, if anyone forces you to go one mile, go with them two miles. This is where you get the phrase, the extra mile. The extra mile comes from this very teaching of Jesus. If someone forces you to go to one mile, go with them too. By the way, Jesus says some other things like, you know, if uh, somebody asks you for this, give them, you know, give them more. Don't just give them what they ask for. Give them more. Here's what I know. The extra mile is where excellence is found. That's where excellence is found. It's on the extra mile. And I'll tell you something. There's never a traffic jam on the extra mile. Very few people travel the extra mile. If you travel the extra mile and you do more than expected, you are going to have excellence in your life. Now listen, you go to the number one restaurant in the world, you have expectations. And I did. But I'm telling you, these people exceeded my expectations. They really did. Because I was thinking, oh, you know, what's this food going to be like? And, you know, this restaurant's probably going to be pretty pretty nice, but I mean, it just, the service should be good. But again, they exceeded it and the expectations were high because they've got the reputation for being number one. It's clear that they have thought about everything. Thought has been given to everything. Their goal is, their goal at El Salvador de Conoroca is to be the best. There's no doubt in my mind. They want to be number one. They treat food as art. That's, that, that's what I was left with. Like These people treat food like art. I mean, and it's beautiful to see. It's beautiful to witness. Well, another incredible thing is that they, they come out with another course, and there's like this, this just white kind of round shape thing. It's really like, what is this? And, and all of a sudden, the server comes and pops it open like a pop-up book, like, you know, for little kids, like where the stuff pops up. And it's a pop-up. And it's a and when you pop it up, it's like a picture of these three young guys, and these are the three owners of the restaurant when they were kids. So I'm looking at it, and one of the kids has on a Yankees. I mean, these are kids who grew up in Spain. This is their hometown. This is where they grew up. This is where they started the restaurant. And he's got a Yankees shirt on. Well, I'm I'm a diehard Red Sox fan, and. Uh, Thus, I don't like the Yankees at all. So I was saying to the server, um, you know, I don't know if my meal might be ruined because I got to look at this Yankees thing. So we have a good little chuckle on it, talk about their rivalry, which is the 
uh, FC Barcelona and Real Madrid, these two soccer teams that are big rivals, talking about rivalries. And, you know, that's sort of where, where it went. And then, you know, maybe five or ten minutes later, the owner, you know, one of the owners shows up at my table and, you know, we start having a little conversation and a couple of laughs about, you know, how he ends up wearing a Yankee shirt in Spain and, you know, how I need to get him a Red Sox shirt. I mean, you know, again, again, do more than expect. I mean, these guys are busy. And I'm not some, you know, I'm not some guy that, you know, had my year-long reservation or some guy that, you know, flew in on my private jet just so I could go to dinner at this place. I mean, I'm not that guy. They don't have to come over and talk to me, but he does. And again, more than expected. Excellence is not an accident, friends. It's, it's intentional. You want to be number one? It takes more than hopes and wishes. But that's good news. It can be done. Positively can be done. And if you want to be the best, excellence is the way. Excellence is the way to success. Excellence is the way to victories. Excellence is the way to championships. And that's what you need to practice. Well, I've enjoyed sharing this with you today about excellence. And I hope you'll put it into practice in your own life and in your, in your work. And whatever it is that you do, sports, whatever it might be, art, music, do it excellently and you will have great success. And again, I just want to remind you, subscribe to Point of Impact podcast, share this with your friends, share on social media. And if you want a free copy of my best-selling book, Turn Your Setbacks into Comebacks, the first 10 people who write a review and send me a pic that shows it, a screenshot, whatever that shows the review, info at rcc-impact.com. Email info at rcc-impact.com. Include your mailing address, and we will send you a free book for your review. Thanks so much, and I look forward to talking with you again next week. You've been listening to the Point of Impact podcast with Rick McDaniel. Thanks for tuning in, and we look forward to you joining us for our next episode.